Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We're your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how do you do? Oh, I'm chilling. I'm excited to talk about this 100% Oscar winner right here. Most original film we have ever talked about. You don't and possibly say. One of the greatest movies to date. This beats Fight Club, Seven, The Dark Knight. This beats every movie out there. Not Captain Marvel, though. Okay, folks, in case you could not understand a word of my co-host here, um, that was not um, coded in sarcasm. It was dosed, overdosed in sarcasm. We are talking about Black Widow. Yes, we have one more Marvel uh, episode here. I know three in a row, but we'll be changing it next week. But, you know, they finally released a Phase 4 movie. It's about time. Definitely, we both have some thoughts on it. So, uh, yeah, Phase 4, Black Widow. It takes place between Civil War and Infinity War. You find out. Very strong. Very strong. You kind of find out a couple things about, uh, you know, Romanoff in, in between those movies. You know how she got that vest in Infinity War? I, I know everyone was really dying for that for that answer. Yep. We get a full backstory for that. See, um, I, yeah, we'll, we'll get, get into that. Yeah, we got a new haircut. We we get a lot of answers. Yes, um, we do. Obviously, full spoilers top to bottom for this. Uh, so I'll kick it to you, Mike, like usual. Uh, what would you think of the movie? From what you're All saying, right. it's fantastic. Well, yep, yeah, let's, uh, let's stomp this spider out, shall we? Now, I will talk about the good first, as I always do, looking at the brighter side of life. I did like where they were going with it, giving Black Widow a bit more in-depth backstory because it is very well-deserved. I mean, Scarlett Johansson did do a great job as Black Widow in the MCU. Mm -hmm. I'm not denying that. She was an amazing part in The Winter Soldier. She was a great part in Civil War. Shit, she was a great part in any movie she was a part of avengers and that yeah. interrogation scene with loki that's a highlight yeah, of the i movie. mean yeah it was she did a great job so it's about time she deserved her own solo film just sucks it happened it had to be this one so i do like the backstory that we got i wish it was a little bit better yeah and by better i mean the entire third act was actually good yeah yeah you can you can you can go with that. Am I um, lying in saying that the movie starts out strong and gets worse the longer it keeps running? No, you're not lying. Okay. Um. So the acting was good. I'll, I'll give it that. The acting itself was good. I have zero complaints on the acting. The casting was great. No complaints on that. Where the movie loses me is every other direction. So it is painstakingly obvious. And I've talked to you about this already. It's like the creators are like, all right, she was in Winter Soldier. Let's let's do Winter Soldier, but Black Widow. And that's essentially what they did. And to the very last action scene of the blowing up not helicarrier helicarrier, the red room, which is now in space. Okay. Cool that none of the Avengers knew about. Nope, nope. Iron cool. Man had a shit ton of robots flying around the earth. Uh, in Age of Ultron, didn't see it. Nick Fury never saw it. No, no. Yeah, no, no. Uh, of course not. No planes. No planes. Yeah, no. No one ever passengers. No one ever accidentally even noticed that. No, nope. 
but that's okay. But once again, um, it's not like the helicarrier where they can uh, shield themselves and it's invisible. Yeah, they they didn't even have that. Funny enough, they were just like, "Yeah, we're just chilling out here," mm-hmm. and they had that right above the clouds. Oh yeah, you guys always want to know how we stayed above the radar. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so funny above the radar because you're in the sky. I get it. Shut the fuck up. All right. So as a main villain, the weakest main villain in the MCU, and that is saying something. We've had some real weak villains here. You know, considering the villain is basically their version of Harvey Weinstein and Epstein mixed into one person, which for current, you know, cultural references is a strong start. You're right. The villain is kind of weak. He just wasn't that intimidating whatsoever. He was just an over monologuing villain. That was it. The pheromone stuff was complete bullshit. Yeah. I mean, at least Alexander Pierce had some balls to him and actually did some dirty work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But nah, not this guy. This guy is just going to talk. Yeah, like, it's this guy, it. like, towering over them, powerful, but, like, like, yeah, he's fat, but, like, he's powerful. No, it's just uh, pheromones, so just, you can't yeah, touch him. Yeah, he just him. talks. You can't touch him. You're not allowed to. Like, what? Yeah, and you can't smell him. You have to break the receptor. Okay. Yeah. What What about no, nose plugs? Which, by the way, he said no, as, no, as, as soon plugs? as you smell him, you you can't hurt him. So, um, sniper? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no nose plugs. Yeah, I mean, more nose some, plugs. Some real, real up there, no, nose plugs. Okay, no, okay. David Harbor, man, <sighs> what a waste! What yeah. a yeah. waste! Yeah. I mean, I was excited for Red Guardian. Now, granted, this isn't supposed to be a male. You know, excited to see like a, a male figure in a movie, which you know, I like the fact that he was kind of like a little bit of an oaf, kind of high off his own supply. Because he was kind of a washed-up superhero, always talking about his glory days, and that'd be cool if we saw some of his glory days, something of him actually doing something, or a return, or a glimpse of what his glory days were. Instead, we just yeah. got him being flung around the room for five yeah, minutes like, with Taskmaster. Give, give him at least one scene where he kicks ass, just one. That, that's all I wanted to see. Now I get it; it wasn't supposed to be focused on him, and I'm fine with that. Well, there's a difference between. Being focused on and giving him some decent character work. Yeah, because, I mean, I do like that even throughout all his showboating, he really was kind of a broken guy. Yeah. And how, you know, he saw it as a job, but it really, he did care about his family, his fake family. He he did care about them. Kind of like a little bit of Thor in Infinity War. Like, he's boastful and joyful in front of the Guardians. But like when he's alone, like all the events of Ragnarok kind of weigh yeah, on his him. De- his demons shine, mm-hmm. which makes total sense. Fine with that. But once again, kind of give him a little bit more. You know, uh, I'm forgetting her character's name, but Florence Pogue, I think, yeah. her, is the actress's name. I'm pronouncing that wrong. I'm sorry. I think she's going to be a great Black Widow replacement. Yes. I Agreed. think she's an amazing actress. I think she's going to hold down the fort. That's one thing to well. go, right? But Rachel Wise, they also wasted her. They, they they wasted her pretty good, too. I think for her, and just to have, honestly, any kind of twist, any twist to keep the movie interesting, I think it would have been good for her being the top scientist, her willingly like knowing about what happens and actually is okay with it and supports it and maybe like when she alerts the red room that 
know, they're all here, that she actually literally betrays them and she becomes a secondary antagonist that they have to fight because she sees things differently. But no, we'll just do a body switch and I'm in on the plan. Yeah, see, I was actually a little bit excited when, you know, before we got the double twist, like, oh, no, she actually isn't her. I was a little excited. I was like, oh, cool. They actually, you know, she actually turned on them. I like that. Maybe she's going to have heart in the second half. I, you know, that would be, I'd be okay with that. But no, it's a switch right from the start. Like, come on now. I would have liked a little bit better character development on her end because she was still full about her work. Mm-hmm. There was full about the work. Really one no... conversation. All right, I'm I'm gonna switch. Yeah, like oh no, you mean to tell me this technology I was I was creating actually had an impact on my adopted daughter? Mm-hmm. Only one of them though, because it didn't happen to Natasha. She only got you know her, oh, yeah. her snippy snippy, which is really fucked up by the way these these russians are something else but you know i think maybe seeing her twist back to you know the good side would have been nice rather than just oh yeah it happened deal with it yeah and even that like i prefer just a full-on like she's evil until the end but even what you offer like she's evil up until the end and then switches like like she needs a little more convincing you know yeah like because she was still devoted she was still and was years. still doing it. She yeah, was 20. still devoted. That's mm-hmm. what she was doing experiments on the pig for. Yeah. She just improved um, on it. She was showing off. She was so proud about the work she's done. Yeah. So like that was kind of like a night and day fucking twist there. So I was like, okay, now you, you can hate me for this, everybody. But that Taskmaster twist literally did nothing. Absolutely nothing. This ain't my Taskmaster. I'm fine with it being who it was. But you know what would have made that twist a little bit better? Maybe if we actually had seen what happened in Budapest before this movie, because we always hear about it. They even mention it in this movie, and then they say, oh, yeah, well, actually, we went to go kill this guy, and we ended up blowing up him and his daughter. Cool. I know pacing-wise um, it'd be shit, but what would you think about the, op- the cold opening to the movie being Budapest? Just, be better you than... jump right into the action, Hawkeye, Black Widow, they do the Budapest mission, cut the credits, and then you start off the rest of the movie. So you know what the situation was back then. And then you, throughout the movie, see the reaction, like piece together, like the daughter, the guy they that, supposedly killed. That would have been better because, granted, I'm going to compare this to Winter Soldier, which, let's be honest, because I kind of have to, even though we all knew the Winter Soldier was Bucky, mm-hmm. the, the twist felt more and there was a bigger gravity to it. Because we know the history of these two characters. We don't know the history of Natasha Romanoff and Dreykov's daughter. We, we don't know the history. So why do we care? I mean, even what she says is there is no history. She was just a means to an end. Yeah. Basically. So, but there had to be some type of history for her to feel bad at the end of it. Well, because as far as she knew, it was an innocent girl that she was purposely murdering to get to the guy she needed to get. She needed to get to Dreykov. Yes. So that's what she feels bad is because this girl is just basically caught in the middle. But besides that, there is no history. They weren't best buddies or anything. Yeah. But still, like, we have zero connection to this. So it really didn't hold up. You to, didn't care. Like, like, oh, yeah, she, she wants to really, you know, save this one. Why? An- another issue 
for uh, for Taskmaster. Master, they showed off the different abilities that she knew, like she learned or she copied, which is great. That's cool. But the fact that Romanoff not once was like, "Oh, that's Hawkeye's move." Oh, hey, is that Captain America's move? Why? Yeah. Why? Why is she doing Black uh, Black Panther's pose? Like, no, like she was doing all the signature shit from the main Avengers. And she did not call out, how do you know these moves? Not once. And I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah. It, it, and I understand you've just... been called off in a fight, but maybe tell your sister, yeah, it's kind of weird. This person that keeps chasing us, he, she's doing all the moves that, you know, my teammates to use. It's weird. Like nothing. Just. Yeah. So anyone can roll up on her, throw the shield like Captain America. And that's just, I mean, hey, everyone knows how to do that. Yeah, it was, it was just a lot of issues to begin with i mean it just didn't feel very original and i would have liked to see her have a more original movie that she deserved mm-hmm. like like you said before this could have been an actual spy movie and i would have been all fucking for it i mean all right i'll step in here for a minute and i'm gonna give it some positives because for the negatives i basically agree with you on all of it i don't I mean, we're fully agreement on that. But I will say, positive-wise, the first up until halfway through the movie where they're breaking out Red Guardian, I thought was a yep. pretty good spy movie. I thought the beginning scene with the kids, the flashback, and the escape scene, I thought that was well done. Also, the only time Red Guardian is somewhat of a badass. Didn't know that was going to be the only time, but whatever. Um, yeah. The opening credits... It's kind of weird for me to say this. I don't think I've ever said this about a movie before. The opening credits are the highlight and the best part of the movie, hands down. Yes, they use a cover of a famous song, but the slowed down version, it plays excellent to the scenes, the backgrounds uh, of them being separated. It highlighted the human trafficking. It highlighted what like assassins do, how they're trained, uh, you know, kind of tortured in a way, like this is torture for them. Yeah. So, to basically set up what the Red Room program is and what they went through in those like that, you know, couple minute credit sequence, I thought well, that was fantastic. And I thought, wow, they're really gonna go into this as a spy movie hard. Can't wait. And it became less and less of a spy movie over time. Now I'm saying there had to be some action. But again, I think the, the the prison breakout was like the last good scene from the movie. And it kind of just fell apart after that because you obviously the Red Room itself, that's a, just a typical Marvel uh, third act where everything's blowing up for no reason. My main issue is, and <laughs> I'm going to be connecting this to DC a little bit, but, uh, you know, one of the complaints of the MCU is at times that they're a little too happy, a little too quippy with the characters. And this is a movie where that, that, that's shown. I'm sorry, but if we're going to go deep into human trafficking, and kidnapping young girls and training them and torturing them. Maybe don't be so fucking quippy about it when you're all just casually talking about it, you know, at the dinner scene where the pig is choking. Yeah, they're all just... The only one that's really reacting to it is Natasha. Yeah, Natasha and the sister are, like, a little more serious, but, like, Red Guardian's like, ah, whatever. Oh, you're fallopian tubes. You don't have them. Okay. Wow, that's disgusting. Like, like, yeah, that's not fucked up at all. The you know, fuck? Let's, make a, let's make a joke out of that, shall we? Yeah. It's like, I, no, I'm not saying they had to be like D 
DC serious. Like, I'm not expecting Batman v Superman or Man of Steel seriousness yeah, out of these of people, but tone down the jokes a bit. My God. Like, Loki was more serious than this. Yes, it was. Yes, there were some jokes in Loki. There were some fun moments. But that felt like they were telling a serious story. And for the most part, they stayed serious. Falcon and Winter Soldier, a little quippy at times, but for the most part, stayed serious. serious. Halfway through this movie, it's a fucking quip fest. And just lightheartedness. And I don't think the, the topics match that at all. They don't. No, not really. Like I expect more um, of the quippiness from, say, Sang Chi, right? Right, you know, martial arts movie, more of like a, a family issue. But as far as we know, besides some rough training, uh, that guy wasn't tortured. He didn't have his balls cut off or anything for training. Nothing like that. Yeah. So the quippiness would work there in that movie, but this, I'm f- what fuck? Doctor Strange quippiness, all for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're dealing with magical stuff. You're going to get a little quippy at times. Uh, and I agree. Hold with you. on, I, before before we continue. Mm-hmm. I do have to bring another negative into this. Okay. So in the end, when they're bringing down the whole house and Natasha calls Ross and she's like, oh, I, I'll handle this. Oh, you and, mean how they like cut out an ending? <laughs> yeah. So now, mind you, this is in between, well, right after Civil War mm-hmm. and Infinity War. Yep. Natasha is still a most wanted person. I mean, 15 minutes into the movie, it's Ross circling a hotel thinking he's finally found her. Yes. So let's let's be honest here. How the fuck was she going to get her way out of that? She wasn't. So that's why they cut two weeks later because they couldn't come up with a reason that, yeah, you know, she actually was able to talk her way out of it. No, the fuck she wasn't. Yeah, I think she might have been able to talk her way out of it, but we need to have that scene of Ross you know, making a deal with her, like, here's the, because here's the thing. Yeah, you, you've earned yourself 10 hours to run. Yeah, something like that, like, because she makes it a point at the end uh, in the red room as it's blowing up to get the data off the computer, get the data. So I thought, silly me, you're going to have a scene where Ross starts yelling at her, but he, he's like, look, look at this, look at all he's done. I just saved, you know, I, you know, I stopped all this. Just let me go. You can have this. You can take the credit. And he does, because in his mind is like, well, I can fail in capturing her again and look like an idiot, or I can say I stopped the Red Room and helped save the world and just take credit for it. Yeah, and give her a little bit more time. Yeah, and he'll be like, fine, go go run off. We'll give you some time. I'll take credit for this. And then that's it. Right. we didn't get any of that. No, which is kind of weird, because I I, I was wondering, like, all the, like, 20... 20 SUVs rolling down. Even as the camera pans away, you see them do some of them do the sharp turn and drive right toward her and she's not moving. It's yep, like you're so not it's getting not like, away from Oh this. yeah, she's gonna like, yeah, no. And it's like, why why do all that? I mean you could you know, you they probably could have squeezed you into the jet. Probably. And chopper. And there goes there goes another thing. The Quinjet. Her <laughs> her fence got her a Quinjet. Why? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. And people are like, oh, yeah, that's how they got the Quinjet in Infinity War. Uh, no, if you guys remember, they already had a Quinjet from Civil War. Yeah, how do you think uh, Captain America and uh, Bucky got out of frozen Siberia? You think yeah. They walked to go to Wakanda, which even Ross says at the end of 
Civil War. They escaped on a stolen Quinjet. Mm -hmm. Huh. Huh. Interesting. So why did she need another Quinjet when she could have just been like, hmm, let me just call Cap. Yeah, you're telling me she had no way to uh, reach out to him, reach out to him, I, really? I mean, he, he gave Tony a goddamn phone number. He, I'm pretty yeah. sure he would have gave fucking Nat a phone number. He was smart enough to give Tony a burner flip phone in case you need him. You're telling me he, he couldn't do one for Black Widow? Come on. He, he definitely did. Yeah. So that whole Quinjet thing was kind, kind of dumb. Like, honestly, I think it would have been nice that take out the I know a guy, right? Maybe see her place a call, like, in, in the city as she gets on the bike, right? We don't know who she calls. Camera shows her traveling out of the city, goes to the open land, oh, open field. The Quinjet lands, out comes Captain America. They both get on it and fly away. Boom. You know they're going to the prison to free everyone else, and then they're gone. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even say anything. Just the fact, just have him stand there for a minute, you know, you know, start to develop the beard a bit, you know. They hug or whatever, and they go on and they fly off. Like, you know what's going to happen without them saying a word, which would make yeah, a if, lot more sense. If you wanted to throw the fence the fence guy in there, have him get the bike know, at, at the meeting point of her and Cap, like him find a, a good meeting point mm-hmm. and acquire some of the gear they needed. You could, you could even be like, it's too dangerous for them to communicate each other. So they use him as the middleman. Until the end where... He gets the meeting point for all of them, and then they fly away in the already yeah. Quinjet that Cap already has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my last break with it, but I will let you continue now, Tyler. No, no, that, that, that's a good point, because it definitely, which is interesting, because they had this movie in the can for over a year now. It's supposed to come out last May. It's supposed to kick off the last movie season. So I don't know... If they have ever filmed a scene with them, just, you know, talking about the ending, or was that just never filmed? Uh, you know, I have questions about this script. Uh, but yeah, I think clearly, what kills this movie, or I wouldn't say kill it, what hurts the movie is the script, because like you said, the acting is great. That they all played their parts fantastic. Um, I think the action, for the most part, is pretty good. It's pretty. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. This isn't. Mm-hmm. A, a terrible movie yeah it's just not as good as it should have been for black I, widows I, yeah i think we're being a little harsh on it solo film yeah everyone knew going in even marvel, marvel studios was like kind of open to us like look she was due a movie years ago we're finally well, giving her one before she leaves like this is a thank you for her and i think we all appreciate that she deserves one Our but issue, she deserved better she deserved better we're being harsher on this because this should have been an easy win an easy thank you for her, for her time. And yep. it wasn't as good. It wasn't as good as it should have been. And simple spy movie, boom, you're done. But they had to... And I think going into her past with the Red Room is interesting. That's a good time. Yeah, like that was... I think they had the topic right. They had the pieces. It just didn't go together. They, correct. I think making it a space base... It's kind of stupid. Was, I think underground base would have worked a lot better. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I was thinking underground. How about them? Like they're saying, like they kept saying, how you, oh, you, it always moves. You can never find it. How about the Red Room is in Russia, but it keeps moving underground, like former Soviet ba- bunkers. Like it kept moving. Could it's something like possible. that? That's more reasonable and realistic than space base. Yes. 
Space Base was kind of dumb. Space Base. It's like, okay. And then you blow up one engine and it's, ah, uh, and we're crashing. Like, oh, where did we see that before? So you have all this top of the line equipment, all this gear, and all you need is one of the engines to blow up and you're just uh, controlled landing into the ground. Okay. R- yep. Russia, Russia going to Russia. Well, I mean, that's just Death Star level. Yeah. problems because you know no no one ever learned after the hell carriers in the first avengers like oh you know instead of having like let's say four engines that keep us afloat have, let, let's have like six or seven or eight so this way if one goes we have more than enough to keep us up nah, couldn't afford it maybe yeah, yeah you, you're right this this completely underground illegal thing that has spies out the ass that apparently can pay enough to where Black Widow can now buy a fucking Avengers Quinjet. Yeah, where's this money coming from? Yeah, yeah, and poor Peter Parker is still rocking a broken cell phone. All he got were some glasses. Uh, Well, for me right now, uh, Loki is the best thing to face for so far. Um, Yeah, what would be the second best thing, though? Uh... I'm judging between juggling between Black Widow or Winter Soldier. Really? Because I'm going to have to go out and say it. It's going to be Winter Soldier. Because as rushed as that was, I feel like it handled its topics better. Yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah, and Winter Soldier. Least, then I would at say- least the main villains felt worthy to be main villains. Yeah. Well, to a point, uh, the main the, the main terrorist group's writing was a uh, very one dimensional, but yeah. So was so was the main villain in Black Widow. No, but you're right. I feel that not only did Falcon Winter Soldier deal with multiple topics, they handled it with more seriousness. Like a Black yes. Captain America, there was no jokes for that for that section. Uh, no, because even in PTSD, today's no jokes. Correct. I mean, granted, we had our issues with that show as well. Yes. And we were pretty pretty harsh on that show as well. But, you know, at least it handled the topics it was trying to better. Agreed. And it treated the characters that we admire with a lot more respect. Because Black Widow deserved a lot more than what she got in this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, I'm not going to say too much about it because we don't know yet, but the post credit scene makes me a little bit worried for uh, for Hawkeye. Yeah, but the good news is I heard it. She's not just like appearing in like one episode. She's going to be multiple episodes, but then that kind of goes into your fear mm-hmm. a little bit more. And then I, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. kind of talk about that too before we sign off. Yeah, really fucking dumb because everyone knows Tony Stark sacrificed himself to bring back the world and save the world from Thanos. Everyone knows Captain America died. Only a few people know that he didn't actually die. He just kind of retired and publicly he's dead. And everyone knows Black Widow's dead, but Mm -hmm. no one talked about how Black Widow died. Be honest, I don't think so. They all they all think that Hawkeye killed her. Like I, well, hold on. I don't think everyone thinks Hawkeye killed her. But to be fair, I think it's a lot easier for the for the government to say Black Widow died valiantly in battle than being like, all right, everyone, sit over here. 
So there's a stone, right? You can only get the stone if you kill someone, right? So Black Widow took the leap and was the one to be killed to get the stone and save everyone. No one's going to believe that. No. Well, you don't even have to bring it into the whole stone thing. You could even say that Black Widow sacrificed herself to save Hawkeye. Well, I guess this goes into an issue with Phase 4 in that so far Marvel Studios has been pretty weak in explaining how much of the general public knows about the events of Endgame. Because they kind of think that have been Winter Soldier as well. No one, everyone knows it's the blip, but no one knows how the blip happened. Uh And no one knows how, yeah, no one knows how how Thanos was resolved. Correct, because to everyone else's knowledge, Thanos was still alive and then he came back mm-hmm. once the Avengers undid things, I guess. But you mean to tell me that no one really batted an eye that, oh yeah, Black Widow died. Well, how'd she die? Oh, uh, you know, something to do with Hawkeye. No, people would definitely know like, granted, well, I don't think I that's know... the public story either. I think this is her just trying to get her to kill Manipulate. Hawkeye. Yes. Yeah, that's clearly what it is. Yeah, but even then, that's pretty fucking weak. But again, that's my concern. Like you said, she might be in all season. If she is, that's fine. But she only better be a bad guy for Hawkeye for one to two episodes. And they better sit down and hash it out. Because if they save that for the finale, oh, God. <laughs> Or is this a way to get Jeremy Renner out? She's going to kill Jeremy Renner and his daughter is going to take over. I know she's supposed to take over eventually. I get that. But if that's how he dies, oh, they did him dirty. <laughs> yes. If they no, kill him cause... in the show and they kill him like with her thinking she got revenge for Black Widow. Oh my God. Yes and no. Because let's be honest, Jeremy Renner's, I, I guess he's a cool dude, but the end of the day he's not like he's 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 a little he's a little he's a little sus outside of the marvel cinematic universe i've not i've heard some unsavory things about him so if disney wants to part ties with them well that's the whole I point mean, of the show is if she you know takes the mantle he can uh from here on out only do guest appearances at most but it's not required correct there's a difference between I mean, him going back on the farm and coming back whenever disney wants him and straight up killing him yeah, because I mean, let's let's be honest here. They fucking wrote Johnny Depp out real fucking quick. But uh... we'll have to wait and see. Hawkeye comes out this fall, so we'll see. Yep, but that's enough on our thoughts about Black Widow. Did you guys see Black Widow? What uh, hold on. Your thoughts? Hold on. Oh, okay. Uh, hold oh, on. Shit. We All never right, said if at... we recommend the movie or not. Well, I was gonna get to that. Well, no, no. Let's get to that now. I'll, I'll... Okay. What do you think? Well. We're going to have to do a little bit of editing here. Sorry, Tyler. Um, oh, no, this is all live. There ain't no editing. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. <sighs> Even though I have my problems with this movie, I'm going to say, yes, I recommend you watch this. Because at the end of the day, Scarlett Johansson and the character of Black Widow deserved her own solo movie a while ago. Granted, this was not the one she should have gotten, but mm-hmm. I recommend you still see it because we still need to pay our respects to how much work Scarlett Johansson and her stunt double did throughout the years of the MCU. Yes, the movie had its flaws, but still not a bad movie. I would never say that this is 
a god awful movie. This no one should ever watch this. This isn't a a Sharknado where you only watch it because you know it's bad and you're gonna laugh. Like it's not a bad movie. It just didn't live up to my expectations. So yes, uh, I would agree for the most part. Uh, it is a yes for me because honestly, if you're bored, this isn't a bad time. Just don't go away. Just don't go in expecting top tier Marvel movies. Like if yes. you if you know you know it's a mid tier Marvel movie with some you know decent scenes, decent action, you'll have a good time. So my recommendation is yes, but on Disney Plus when it's on for free, not the premiere access, or maybe pick up a Blu-ray copy. I mean, you don't have to run out to watch this in theaters, uh, especially depending on where you are with the pandemic in your local area. Uh, so it's a yes, watch it, but give it a couple more weeks. There's no rush. Unless you're a diehard movie fan and you do want to support the art of filmmaking in all its entirety, feel free to watch it any way you please because without our our support we will not continue to get movies that we enjoy yeah i mean what would we talk about tv shows yeah but anyway what are your thoughts on black widow have you seen it are you planning on seeing seeing it what were your expectations were they meted are tyler and i batshit crazy and you thought this movie was amazing as always let us know on instagram facebook or YouTube, find us always at Entertainment Expansion. We look forward from hearing from you. Have a great day.